This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Guys, we're almost live. We're almost live. We are the one, two, three, sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about the sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. Don't know the who's who's, don't know the what's what's. There it is. It is Sizen. I am from the North Alpha Male. Live on the west side of town. Wife's name is Bazer. Check her birth certificate. Weekends, we shotgun a thing called Hard Seltzers. Don't know if you've heard of them. Guys, from Beijing to Bangkok, all the way to Abu Dhabi, we are live right now on the Sore Losers podcast, courtesy of the Nashville Podcast Network. Wow. Yes. And that I know, sounds so yeah, good. Eddie, and that sound is of, so hey, official. We have made a lot of upgrades since Eddie left. Uh, the show's never been better. Wow. It's never been better. And let me tell you, I know everybody wants to hear about me having a third kid and all I'm this. I'm having a fourth. I had sex hey, last I, night. Hey, about, no, no, hey, before you jump to conclusions, that may not be your kid, but go ahead. But yeah, everybody wants to hear about that and how excited I am and how amazing it is. And Get oh the my- guy that was drinking wine with your wife on, then we'll congratulate I mean, him. Listen, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> let's let's be real. <laughs> that that wine picture was from a f- couple months ago. So oh, would I- you say uh, maybe like three months ago? Uh yeah, right around January or February. How far we- along is your wife? About three months. Well, let's be real. The baby's going to be born in what, October, right? October 22nd. Uh, So it was in late January, almost February. You could almost see the bushes in the back. It was winter out. We should have noticed that. The timeline, guys. Yeah, the trees here are all green. So the fact that they weren't means that he was playing with us on the dates and the months and the seasons. Well, yeah, because I was looking for the big T's. Like, oh, someone has a big family announcement. And then everybody would be like, well, it can't be Lunchbox because his wife was just drinking wine. So then you do the old switcheroo. But... It didn't play out You're that way. You're missing the point, though. She was drinking wine with one of her ex-co-workers exactly the amount of time you need to conceive a child to today. Got him. Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about that angle. But, oh. yeah. So, yeah, I'm having a third kid. It's Yay! amazing. We're, we're, we're pumped. 
we're, we're adding another sore losers baby. And what's now, her name? What? Oh, the baby's name. I don't know. Oh, you don't know yet? I don't know. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. Uh, come on, because you know it's a girl. I have no idea. I, I I have that feeling. What did I tell you last time? I felt like it was going to be a boy. Well, my oldest kid, he tell he walks him around and says, Mama has a pink baby in her belly. See? Boom. But how does he? He doesn't even, we've never Sometimes said pink or blue. Sometimes kids just know things, dude. But we didn't even say pink or blue. He just said she has a pink baby in her belly. And then he says, I have a blue baby in my belly. What? But how does he know that pink <laughs> so and blue? You have two on the way, Coach. So, oh, it, congratulations, Coach. We'll get your baby in here. We can congr- congratulate him, too. He's not for air. He's just my son. I just find it crazy that he knows that to associate pink and blue. Well, today's age, we can't assign colors. No, to no, but how sex. does he know that you'd say a pink baby is a girl and a blue baby is a boy? Like, how does he know that? Did you teach him that, Coach? No. Uh, YouTube videos? He doesn't watch YouTube. That's how my kids learn. Just amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But I mean that. I mean the he baby, obviously knows what's in there. I mean the baby's a, a exciting. Like I'm excited about the baby, but I'm really, really excited about your stories oh, because oh my god, you better have story after story after story. Boys, because this is amazing. Because Eddie, we have a story to tell that has nothing to do with the the golf. That it's gonna put get put to the end of the podcast because it's so amazing. Or maybe we'll tell it next week. That's a deep tease, and wow. you don't even remember the story. I don't even know what you're talking about. Exactly. Wow. Because you have so many stories Guys, from the Charles Schwab. We've never had a tease that deep. I don't know where you want me to start. because I want you to um, start from I'm the beginning. I'm going to just take a wild stab at it. The start? The yeah. Charles Schwab Challenge Tournament, PGA Tour Tournament. I mean, it's, it's what's going on this weekend, right? Yes. But we got there on Tuesday, Tuesday night. And you guys drinking? Tuesday night, we got to the, the, the course... And it was just, you know, it had rained all day, so oh. they were trying to dry it off or whatever. Didn't really see anyone. Not, not a lot of golfers going around, walking around, whatever. Just people setting stuff up. But that night. Did you see Max Homa? Was he there? No, but I don't think I'd recognize him. Yeah, see, because Ray got mad at me because I was out at Tin Roof on Demumbrium last weekend. And then yesterday he goes, Dude, I was just looking at Max Homa's Instagram. He was at the same bar as you at the same time. Did you recognize him? Coach, and I like, probably brushed shoulders while he was getting his picklebacks and Homa's sitting there drinking a long neck. Excuse me, I've got shots. Excuse me, sir. Coach, I walked in, I walked into that tournament going like I can probably point out 90% of the players because I watch so much golf. There's no chance. So it's impossible. Isn't it? I mean, I saw all these guys. You can tell they were pros because they had their country in the back. You know, like it has their the caddies. Tag behind them has the name and then the country flag. I mean, I saw a bunch of pros and be like, I can't tell you who that is. I have no idea who that guy is. So but, are, is it still raining? So it had stopped raining. They were draining the pool. They were draining, draining the, the pool, course. coach. You go to a swim meet? They're draining the course. They're drying it off Somebody or whatever. Somebody was staying at the country club. They got blow, leaf blowers out there trying to blow it off or whatever. And I, and I see Maverick McNeely. Who's the first, you know, guy, the first golfer that I recognize and I see him and I didn't really recognize him by his face. He had a tag on that said Maverick. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, dude, I know you. I'm like, I know you. And he goes, oh, yeah. It's like, dude, I, I was like, I bet on you uh, at, a, at a Pebble Beach and you got second. He's like, that's right. That's right. And like, dude, you made me like $20. So are like, they, t- are you talking to him while the leaf blowers are going? Yes. Yes. Hey, Maverick. Hey, I know you. I bet on you at Pebble, Pebble, Pebble Beach. 
And then he's like, wow, you made 20 bucks. Yeah, dude, $20. I mean, I only put a dollar on it. He's like, oh, that's great. That's awesome. That's, that's cool. So Maverick. So he thinks stupid story. Okay. That's what Maverick thinks. He thinks stupid, stupid story or whatever. But he's there with his agent. And his agent's like, dude, I live in Nashville, man. Big fan of you guys. Like, love Whoa! you guys or whatever. He loves the pod? He loves the pod. He's Wait, like, hey. Is it the little show or the big show? Well, well, he told me he likes the big show. But then I say, you know, me and the guys, we do sore losers. He's like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I was like, dude, let's get Maverick on one time. He's like, tell you what. When Maverick wins his next tournament, if he wins a tournament, he's going to be on your show the All next right, day. We'll see him in 2020. What? Yeah. All right. So I have I'm his, a new Maverick McNeely fan. So I have, you I got have his, his card. Number? I have his card right here. He Coach, said, did you give him our business card? No, because we don't have business cards. <laughs> so that's my first sighting. Coach, write it on a napkin. Who Maverick McNeely. And I told him, like, dude, I, I've been on. Listen to our podcast, dude. Go back to episode 100 whatever. Like, I say Maverick McNeely is going to be an awesome golfer. I can just tell. He's like, that's great. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. All right. That nice was dude. It. Nice dude. Nice kid. Nice kid. All right. He's pretty young. So anyway. Tall? So- is he tall? I mean, in person. When is you walk cute? up. No, no. I want to take him to a Because Aruba. on TV, you, you, get a, you, you see them. You're like, okay, are they a big dude, small dude? Maverick McNeely. Let me tell you what the average American golfer looks like. Like us. It, they don't wow. look. Wow, coach! I'm like, going to McCabe right now and getting out the sticks, baby. It's not like you go to a football camp and be so like, they're not wow, towering over those you. are football players. Like right. you, you can tell when someone plays basketball. So you, you can, can't tell if they're the golfer or if they're or just they're an just executive working. with Charles Schwab. No, you you can't tell. Can you tell them apart from the grounds crew? Can't tell. Okay. I mean, they look just like everyone else. That's funny. Yes. So, so Wait, that, during this conversation, though, you're wearing the caddy outfit, right? No, no, no. This is just the first day. We this is Tuesday when he's just in normal, normal clothes. Normal clothes. I jumped the gun. Sorry. Normal street clothes. So then, we say goodbye to Maverick. Are you drinking? No, Coach. I'm not drinking. Because I saw some videos from it. There were caddies drinking on the course. Were there? Yeah. Oh, not me. I wish I, I, wish I would have. So so anyway, we so we were told after we get to the course and do our little walk around thing, you know, introductions, whatever. Coach, what, what is the doing. walk around? Oh, this is a hole. Uh, this is where you tee off. Uh, this no, is called the coach, hole number one. You go and you have your little, you know, notepad or whatever. Well, most people had notepads. I didn't have anything. Smart. And you go walk the course, and you can, uh, you know, look at the greens and say it slopes this way. You want to make sure the tee shot, coach. I didn't do any of that crap. You just walked it. We were there for about a, an hour, and then we we left. And the whole plan was to go play golf somewhere in Fort Worth so that Bobby can get some warm-up. Oh, I thought you were going to play the course. No, no, no. No, they weren't allowed. Yeah, coach, they're going to go out there and chili dip it and then play the next day on coach, the Coach, the course. pros couldn't even play that course because it was so wet. Right. I understood. But when you were taking your clubs, I thought that meant you were playing the actual course. We were going to go to a sister course. Got it. So, Wait, did you swing a club at all during the Charles Schwab? No. Negative. <laughs> okay. That's sad. I, I mean, guys. Like, the, in the program, he didn't ever say, hey, hey, Caddy, come up and take this one. Bobby's a lefty. Well, whose club am I going to use? Coach. Uh, the um, guys you played with? No. You come on into the glass room in here, Coach. I got your nuts for you. So then we start. you left him at the door. So one of the Charles Schwab guys goes, all right, get in the car. Get your clubs in here. We're going to go to the golf course. We're on our way to the golf course. Ah, we get a call on the way to the golf course. Sorry, golf course closed. It's wet. Great. Well, let's try to get on another golf course. Call him up. Sorry, we're closed. Course is underwater. Sorry. So great. What do we do? Top golf. Top golf. So we go, <laughs> why don't we go to top golf? I didn't mean to ruin the tease. <laughs> so we go we go to top golf, right? Three hour wait. Uh it's Tuesday. It's four o'clock. Like, what do you mean three hour wait? Three hour wait. Sorry, I no, don't know what to tell you. Did you say, hey, we're here with the Charles Schwab yeah. invitational? <laughs> so is everyone else. They pointed. So is everyone else. Don't care. Don't care. Four hour wait. 
So then they say what you can do is you can sign up to be a platinum member. It's $3,700 a year. That'll come back and bite you next month. What? $3,700 a year. You can be a platinum member. This is unlimited golf year round uh, here at Top Golf. You can be a member and we'll move you right to the front of the line. Did you remind them that it's not an actual golf course and it's stationary? So the Charles Schwab guy goes, deal. <laughs> he signs up, pays the guy $3,700 for a year membership. And then we, I mean, they're like, all right, you got your clubs? Let's head to the bay. <laughs> Just like that. And we get to the bay and the guy goes, I'm canceling today. As soon as we get back to the hotel, Genius. I'm going to cancel it. And the guy and the guy at Top Golf is like, "Yeah, you can cancel whenever you want to." And you get your money back? I mean, you pay like whatever the monthly you fee gotta is. You got to have a card that allows 3600, coach. Um, basically. Oh my. So, so what a move. So that's a hack. So that's money in Dallas grow a little bit differently on those trees. <laughs> hey, I'll just put it on the card. I mean, that's like when the kid comes to the door, "Hey man, I'm selling magazines for my football team." Obviously, you're not selling magazines for your football team, but I'll sign up for two. And immediately when he leaves, call and cancel. Done it. That's heartless. But they're not really selling for the football team. That's why I do it. So then we go to Top Golf. Whatever. We play for about two hours. You whatever. guys drinking? Yeah, a couple beers. You got couple, some boot lights? A couple beers at, uh, at Top Golf. You seeing like uh, Phil Milkison walking around? No, Top no. Golf? There's a guy with his family to the left and a guy on a date to the right. Coach, like, I'll tell you this. There ain't no golfers at Schwabby Invitational that uh, take people to top golf before their event. They were, not, the they were not going to the top golf. So so anyway, we go to the top golf for two hours, then we head back to the hotel. We check in. Hey, we get settled in, whatever, and then we meet downstairs at a restaurant. There's a restaurant downstairs. Ruth's Chris. Yeah, it's like a nice little steakhouse. Eddie V's. Something like that. We go uh, in there. We go in there. First person we see. Brant Schnedeker. Hey! Hey, Schnitty! You talked to him? Nah, he's just he's just sitting over there by you the bar. You can see Sned over here on West End. Dude, I know, coach. Car bandy boy. So did you get talk to him at all? No. So oh. we see him over there. Oh, that's cool, Schnetti. Oh, look right in front, Jimmy Walker. Oh! Hey! Sitting by himself so at the bar. Question: What was this restaurant reserved just for Charles Schwab people? No, no, no. It's just a restaurant. Just random. It's just a random restaurant. Okay. Jimmy Walker sitting by himself. Do you at know the, the name? Well, the restaurant? Yeah. No, nah, it was part. It was part of the hotel. He's oh. obviously trying to keep it secret, Coach. No, I'm not. Eddie, tell us the exact name of the restaurant so people can track down the Charles Schwab people today. So there, I think most, I mean, I would think most of the players are staying at that yeah. hotel. The hotel resort thing? Yeah. Well, Got it. Not I a mean, resort. It's just a hotel. There's nicer spots in McKinney, if I'm being real. Fort Worth, Coach. No, I'd still drive to McKinney. Oh, kidding. Beautiful, Coach. So anyway, it's pretty cool seeing all those guys at the bar. Guys, we, we just basically eat. You know, grab a, a glass of wine, and then we go to bed. So we see oh. Snedeker, and we see Walker at the restaurant. Yes, and it, you can tell there are a couple other guys there with, like, hot wives or hot girlfriends oh, or whatever. And you could tell they're someone, like, but don't know who they were. Coach, how got many it. more drinks are you going to put down before golf in the morning? Good so, God. Coach, we got to get to the golf course by 7.45 for an 8 o'clock tea, for an 8.30 tea time. We get there. Bobby's got his clubs. From the Show. No, you have his clubs. I, I mean, we're, we're unloading the clubs if or whatever. If he unloaded his own clubs, you're the worst caddy of all That's time. That's true. You're fired. We get checked in, and they're like, all right, uh, your tee time's in about you know 45 minutes. Great. Where's the driving range? Oh, uh, driving range is closed. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, this could be a problem. Driving range is closed. Uh, okay. Yep. Underwater. Well, what do I practice in the parking lot? I mean, what do you guys, was this a joke? Do I go back to the steakhouse and hit balls? <laughs> <laughs> so then we look at the putting green. We're like, oh, there's people in the putting green. Yeah. Help yourself with the putting green. Great, great, great. Hey, drive off there. I don't give a 
Do you have your apron on now? No, no, no. I haven't gotten the apron. Oh. They don't give you the apron right until right at, right before you tee off. Obviously, Eddie's trying to fit in, so he didn't want to put on the apron until the last second. So we, we get it, Coach. We go to the putting green and like, oh, look, there's a chipping green. So why don't we just do the chipping green first? We'll start the chipping green, practice some chips, and then we can move our way to putting. So we go to the chipping green, and there's a tent that has all the buckets of balls. So I go, oh, I'll be right back. Tell Bones, I'm going to go get the balls. I go get my little bucket of balls. And they say, uh, excuse me? I'm like, are these for me? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Take them. So I get the balls. I spill them all right there in front of the chipping green. Then some guy comes up and goes, excuse me, are you a pro? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We're in the pro-am. No, nope. these are only for pros. Sorry. He picks up all the balls, takes the bucket back. <laughs> well, great start. Uh, Thank you for helping me. Hold on. I thought in Texas you guys were welcoming, y'all. So. Hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so not only, not only did you... Not have your balls. You didn't get to swing a club. They literally took your balls uh, and went I left had with them. Already spilled the balls, and he picked them all up back in the bucket and, being like, and took it away from me. Coach, you should have kicked one out of his reach. And I go, okay. So what else can we do? Now, do, you, do you start laughing, or are you just like, oh, this is embarrassing? They go, there's the putting green. So all we're gonna do is putt. Fine. So we putt for about thirty minutes. Wow. And then finally, it's tea time. Now, do you act, do you putt some? No, I, coach. I don't have a club. He's a lefty. I don't have any clubs. All right. I, I just want to make sure we get this clear that you're not putting any. When you say we putt, that means well, we're a team. Oh. And I'll, I'll get I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Why I say we are a team. That's part two. Deep tees. All Great. Right? Love it. There's a reason why I'm saying we are a team. And anytime my golfer does something, we did it. Okay. Understand? I got it. Yes. <laughs> like me and my wife, we are a team. Right. We we are doing this. Like exactly. me and my kid, we're, we're a team. And you and your wife, you we're pregnant. Yes, you uh, are. I'm not pregnant. Right, right, but, pregnant. but we're having a baby. Like, That's a great analogy. Like whenever the green team scores, we score because I'm on the team. Right, correct. Got it. Or no, or if you're a fan of the team. No, we're, we got that too. So anyway, we go up. We're walking to the first hole. We start walking. Uh, we don't see anyone over there. Oh, but, God. But there's someone teeing off over here on some, I don't know, it looks like number three or something. Phil Mickelson. Wow, lefty. <laughs> I didn't even realize he was going to be there. So he's got his shades on, you know, he's chilling. Like, he had just hit, so I didn't even see his shot. He had just hit. I didn't know who it was. Then I realized it was Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson, what then. you think it was another lefty golfer? Then Phil reaches out and Coach, says, what up, man? Welcome to my the Charles Schwab. Coach, Coach everyone looks the same. No, listen, bro. I don't know if you've ever watched golf. There's two lefties. One's named Harmon. The other one's named Lefty. What about Bubba Watson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bubba, Coach. Well, he's pretty unique, Coach. Just call him Windmill. That's a good call. So then we stand there for, for a second. We're like, is that Phil? Like, nah, it's not Phil. Yes, it is Phil, man. I swear that's Phil. Sure enough, it's Phil, right? Wow. After he tees off, he's got to sit there. The and, champ is here. And wait for four amateurs to play. So he's literally just sitting there like, oh, my gosh. This is going to be a long day. Just waiting. Oh, he's with to... four amateurs? We're all with four amateurs. Every pro is with four amateurs. Oh, man. It's a long round of golf. That's the deal. That's why a pro only plays nine holes. So he doesn't kill himself. So he, I mean, he's, they said back in the day they used to do 18, and that was brutal. Like, you had to just, like, BS with, like, five rich people, four rich people for, like, eight, 18 holes, and it was brutal. Oh, that's tough. Okay. So anyway, so we watch Phil. I take a picture or whatever, and then they, they walk Say what off. up to him? <clears throat> nah, nah, nah. Oh. No, I just they walk off. Okay. Are other people with the phone, or is that just you? So I, I didn't see anyone with phones. Oh, God, but at the coach. same time, I wasn't scared of pulling my You're phone out. How big was the back. crowd? Not a big crowd. There wasn't anyone there. <laughs> oh. I mean, there's no gallery. I mean, they're probably, I saw a total of maybe 100 people. Oh, so it's just mainly the grounds crew and the officials. I mean, there would be random, like, when we played with Jordan, 
I would say that. Oh, give away the tease. Well, when we played with Jordan, and I didn't say which Jordan. Oh. When we played with Jordan, uh, they, I think there were about 20 people that were following us, following the group. Okay. But I don't know how many people were allowed in or how they even got access, but there were about 20 people that were following Got it. You had me all of a sudden imagining the crowd at the PGA Championship. I thought for a second it was Kawa Island Coast. It's There's- not really like an event, though, boys. It's not like – it wasn't like a huge event where, like, you – everyone came to see like it's 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 weird i don't know how they sell it or what they yeah, do you know what it is it's i mean it's a partnership deal there's a lot of money in golf there's a lot of money in advertising that's right. what it was yeah, it I wasn't think, a tv deal it wasn't a people come and get pay 20 dollars. that's not how they make their money i think you're right they make their money the handshakes in the boardroom and then you guys just go yeah, out for hey, nine Hey, you holes. want to sponsor this tournament on Lexus? You can you can pick two people from your board to come play Boom. golf with some of our yeah, people. Yeah, because I think part of our group was one was like a financial advisor for Charles Schwab, and another two other guys were clients of Charles Schwab. Coach, how did you introduce yourself? Podcaster? Oh, coach. Radio personality. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you see, say, Phil, well, hey, so see Phil, and then Phil's group takes off, and then we yeah. start looking for number one again. You guys uh, are still searching for one. I mean, Coach, turns out we were in the wrong direction. They're like, no, no you got to go around the clubhouse, and it's <laughs> on the other side. This morning has been hey, a complete disaster. Hey, great job by the caddy walking the course and knowing exactly hey, where number one good is. Good luck for that read on number two because he can't even find the hole. <laughs> he Coach. can't even find the tee box. <laughs> so finally we find out where number one is, and we're walking towards number one. Some guy walks in front of me. I'm like, oh, he looks familiar. <sighs> this guy can't be who I'm thinking of because he's way bigger on TV. Oh, no. Patrick Reed. Patrick oh. Reed. Is he big? No. Short? He, he's not as fat as you think he is. Really? No. No. Is he rounder? <laughs> no. Like, he's actually not bad. He's compact. His body shape is compact. Like, I can see how on TV you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's like little chubs or whatever. Um, in person, he looks great. I heard the Camrad's wow. 15 coach. He's not a he's not a big dude. Okay. And he's kind of short. Really? He walks by. Hey, there he is, Patrick Reed. Say, what up, Pat? Nah, I don't care about that dude. Oh. No, dude, it's not even Patrick Reed. It's Patrick f***ing Reed, dude. Yeah. That's true. What you call him. So then we get we get to the I num- don't take any illegal drops today, Patrick. <laughs> we get to the number 1 tee box. <laughs> Jimmy Walker's there waiting for us. We all make our introductions. I get my bib on and everything and there we go. First tee. So wait, wait. Jimmy Walker, does he come up right away and say, hey, I'm Jimmy Walker? Jimmy Walker just kind of stands there, and then all of us go up to him and be like, hey, man, I'm so-and-so, and good to meet you, good to meet you, good to meet you. All right, I'm about to hit. And everyone's quiet. Jimmy hits. Great shot. Tee shot right down the middle. And then they play from the pro tips, and then everyone else walks about 100 yards up to the white tees, and then everyone else hits. Okay. Yeah, of I, course. That was my one of my questions was you're really hitting from where the players hit. It's going to take six hours. No chance. And so the rules were the worst you can get is par. If you have a chance to get a birdie, do it. If you can't get a birdie, pick up your ball and let's go. And, and dude, what I liked about Jimmy Walker, wow. there was no BS with Jimmy Walker. The dude's cool as crap. He's from San Antonio, Texas. We all, I mean, he talked to us all the whole time. He'd ask about. He knew we were on the radio in San Antonio. He's like, you guys on KJ? Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, I know who you guys are. That's cool. That's cool. Live in San Antonio. You a Spurs fan? Yeah, kind of. He's like, used to be. Not really much anymore. Of All course right. not. You traitor. No, that's what he said. Oh. No. And, yeah. I, that's what he said, Coach. I'm a sorry, Spurs Sorry, I got confused in the dialogue. We're talking about San Antonio. He's talking about George Strait. Yeah, so you know? he already drove, though, correct? Uh, coach, this is. I'm just, I'm just skipping along, Coach. I'm not well, going to go hole to hole. But he did a drive. He did a great drive. Great drive. Okay. 
I knew. I was like, why is he baiting me? Why is he baiting Coach, me? Coach, I got that for the rest of the holes when you tell stories. But but he's he's a straight shooter, man. Like the dude's like he doesn't laugh a lot. Uh, he, he's, did you he's, try doing some golf humor? Like, hey, man, Coach, you got to hit hey, the little ball before the big ball. Hey, did, you tell, did you tell him, hey, man, did you bring an extra pair of pants just in case you get a hole in one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach, did you hit him with, hey, does uh, your husband play? Oh, <laughs> Coach, how'd you know that? Coach, it's a great one. <laughs> I hit him with it. Look. Oh, no, you didn't. I hit, I hit all of them with it. <laughs> Ooh, hit the big ball for a little ball. He's like, no, I didn't. Okay. All right. Just joking. <laughs> I, I, look, look, man, I'm a goofball. Like, like, me and Bones, we're all cracking jokes. They don't crack jokes. They're, 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 so he's dead serious. Jimmy Walker's dead serious. Like, he tried to play along every now and then or whatever, and we'd be like, ooh, I've seen a better shot than that, Jimmy. He's like, yeah, let's see yours. <laughs> like, like that was his kind of humor. Ah. That was his kind of humor. You know I what I'm saying? It. I love it. Because but, he's getting ready for a tournament. Yeah. So, so, yes. So this round for them is practice as well. So so when you – we play the whole the entire hole together, right? And then once we're all done – uh, we all head to the tee box, and then Jimmy will stay behind with his caddy, and they'll do a couple putts. Okay. They'll uh, practice out of the sand a little bit. Dude, let, we heard. They're there to practice. You guys are there to play monkey around. You them. guys Correct. are playing grab ass, and you guys are annoying the crap out of them. Correct. <laughs> and I did ask. I, we, we asked Jimmy. We're like, hey, are you, are you over this crap? He's like, that's not bad. He's like, he's like, it's probably like a meet and greet, you know, like like where you just you kind of have to do it, but it's not terrible. Like It used to be real bad, he said, when we used to, have to do 18 holes. It was brutal. He was like, it was, it was brutal. Like, you're stuck playing with amateur golfers, like, you know, for 18 holes. It's hard. It's hard. But he's like, but but I, li- I like this. You guys are cool. You guys are great. And he was really cool. Now, what like, about the other guys in the group? Are they talking or are they just staring in amazement? Once in a while. No, man, it's weird. Like, they're, they stare in amazement and say, ooh, after first shot, second shot. And then the rest of the round, they just act like his name's Tom. And like, his name's Billy, and they're just a, he's just a dude playing golf. I watched every single shot that these guys hit. Every single shot Jimmy hit, I watched. Now, were you like when you watch? I'm saying, are you standing ten feet from him? Or are you standing a hundred yards? Ten feet. Okay. Like every so you're up in his every business. drive, I'd stand next to the caddy to watch it. I'm like, how? Why is no one watching this? Like yeah. every single time. I love that you took the experience and made the absolute most of it. Yes, you're not there to be Mr. Cool. You're there to see these guys and learn from them. I mean, this one dude just lit up a cigarette and kept just no, chilling not. by a tree. I'm no, like, what not. are you doing, dude? Like. Coach, I told you, I saw caddies that were drinking Bud Lights. No, this is a player. Oh. This don't, is one of the players. Don't name him. Not a pro. Not a pro. One no, no, of the, my one question of the... is, did you talk to Jimmy Walker's caddy at all? Like, what are you looking so, for? So I talked to him. You know, you get your story. Like, so so what, what's what's your story? Are you a good golfer? He's like, ah, I played in college. They All all the caddies played in college, right? I mean, yeah, I played Rookies. in college. I played on the tour for about a couple of years and then uh, kind of moved on, and now I'm caddying. Yeah, you like, guys can't cut it, bunch of chili dippers. I love it. I'm caddying, right? Living the life. But you, are you giving any actual caddy advice? Or you're there. You're actually kind of into the social scene. I'm carrying a bag. <laughs> coach, if Bones needs a three-wood, I give him the three-wood. Coach, you throw it at him and it hits the ground first. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you don't even look. Hey, hey, hey Bones <laughs> drops the putter like they do. Like walking off the green, they get to the next hole like, oh, dang it, I'll go back and get it. <laughs> guys, guys, you don't even need to like look at the shot. There, there are people there. When you hit a shot, they put a little white flag where your ball is. Beautiful. They need to do that at McCabe. They do. Yeah, they really do. I mean, it was just like, have you? You seen a ball like oh it's marked sir oh thank you got it thank you easiest pot one in the middle of the creek got so it. Yeah, I figured so, it went over there so yeah jimmy's caddy he's cool he says he's kind of you know like he didn't play a lot of golf he he's kind of tired of it but really yeah he's like i don't play a lot unless like buddies come down and whatever we'll go drink some beers and play whatever but other than that i don't, I don't really i don't enjoy it as much as i used to 
Because he's around it all the time. Right. So so anyway, so Jimmy, we play with him for nine holes. So we Now, get, when, when you're leaving Jimmy, he's like, hey, man, you want to come on the pod? No. Oh. No, no, no. Okay. But, but, but he is a listener. So that was cool. Did Jimmy hit any hole-in-ones? No. And, and he did. And, uh, and he, hold on. Well, did, he, well, he told me that he doesn't hit a lot of hole-in-ones. He's hit five in his career. Wow. That's sick. He's, did, hit, he's did, hit five in his career, and he says that he's a high ball hitter, so he doesn't get a lot of hole-in-ones. It's the low ball hitters that get more hole-in-ones. Great insight. That I mean, is something you would never know. Right, and this is me talking to Jimmy Walker, and this is what he says. It's cool, huh? Coach, I love That's incredible. that you went for more because you weren't there to be a caddy. Once you told me that it was just pars and birdies, this wasn't even a serious thing. You're just there to put a face on something and call it a day after nine holes. You, The conversations you had and you watching every swing was genius because you weren't there to caddy. You were there to take this in and take whatever you possibly could from the experience. So, so how many holes did you actually get to finish? Uh, out of the front, uh, out of the front nine, probably yeah. five. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I would say five. Uh, that's really Bone, good. Bones played pretty, pretty well. Like not, not bad. But Jimmy really, I mean, he was probably making par on everything. He there were no, there were no birdies. Oh, I remember he, that for the tournament. He was missing putts left and right, and that's he, okay. He looked confused with reading the greens. I, I did a little get bit. a text from Eddie. It said, "Listen, if you're gonna bet, do not bet on Jimmy Walker this weekend. He's missing every putt." Like he was like the wow. dude hadn't made a putt yet, so do not bet on Jimmy Walker. So, I laughed out loud and I said, Eddie, you need to tell him, dude, you need to pick it up because I bet on you this weekend. So we walked to number nine, right? Number ten. Uh, n- number nine. No, we're playing number nine, and it's the approach shot. And number nine's a nice little green, you know. Uh, did we start? On, no, we started on one. It's a nice little green. It's got water in front of it, and Jimmy hits it probably about twelve feet away from the pin, right? Love yeah. it. Then Bones goes. 50 bucks, you won't make that putt. <laughs> hey, he goes, 50 bucks, you're on. And his caddy's like, oh, shit, here we go. Okay, so, so it finally got fun. Now. All of a sudden, Jimmy's reading a putt. Like, the whole time, he wasn't getting on his, you know, squatting down looking at putts. At this point, when there's fifty dollars on the line, Jimmy, I mean, fifty bucks to Jimmy Walker is probably nothing. But it's right? still a challenge. It's still it's fifty dollars. That's what I'm saying. That's what. And then the competition of him kicks in. And I said, "Are you nervous?" He's like, "Dude, I don't get nervous." He's like, "I've only gotten nervous one time playing golf, and that's when I was an amateur playing. I forgot where it was, and Tiger Woods joined our group for one hole, and he played with us, and I was so freaking nervous." He's like, that's the only time I've ever been nervous playing golf. Any other time, I don't get nervous. Incredible. Great right? insight. Great so, insight. Love so, that. so he's reading the putt. He goes behind the ball. He goes behind the pin. He goes to the side of it. He does the little straddle around the yep. line. Sets up. <clears throat> backs off. Looks at it again. Finds the line. Hits it. Dang it. Hit <laughs> coach, coach, it's a putt, Coach. It's a putt. It's a putt. He's, sound effects on YouTube are terrible. He's about two inches to the right. He misses it. He bucks. misses it. Bones is like, yeah, $50. He pulls out his wallet, gives Bobby $50. He had cash on it? Cash. Love it. I'm like, dude, this is so cool. Like, this was cool. And he was like, man, it was fun hanging out with you guys. We're like, dude, it was fun hanging out with you. We shake his caddy's hand and everything. Shake Jimmy's hand. We took our pictures. There oh, we go. He got it on the second the Second, shot. Yeah, yeah, second one. Okay. So then, all right, move on to the. To so do you go now? Did you order something at the clubhouse at the turn? Did yeah, you go coach, in and get no, the pop no, 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 Like no, no, coach, they ordered Jimmy John's. Coach, it's at a 
golf tournament. They have sandwiches and whatever you need at every hole. Oh. Every hole. You need water, you need Gatorade, you need Snickers bar, whatever. They're all there. Yeah, Coach, they uh, did Uber Eats and put 10th hole, and they showed up. No, usually on the 9th tee box, it says call ahead to place your order and pick it up at the turn, (laughs) so I wondered what you did. Coach, at the Muni, not at a tournament, Coach. So Jimmy says bye, right? We go to the 10th tee box, and that's where we meet our second pro. Guys. Hold on. Let me get the music ready. Guys. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. I have never been so starstruck in my life. Doing. I've I've seen the guy on TV every weekend. I've seen his caddy on TV every weekend. There they are, boys. Jordan Spieth and his caddy Michael. Wow. Hey. Oh, and it's probably the only caddy in the world. Oh, two caddies, you know their name. Bones. Exactly. And I have a story about that. So then Jordan. Walks up to the tee box. He looks at everyone and says, how's it going, man? I'm Jordan. How's it going, man? I'm Jordan. Did you say, shakes, well, no. Sh- shakes everyone's hand, looks everyone in the eye. What's up, dude? I'm Jordan. Did you say, no crap, we know who you are? No, everyone's like, hey, Jordan, good to meet you. Good to meet you, Jordan. Good to meet you, Jordan. Did anybody try to be cool and say, hey, Jay? No, no one. Hey, JS? Jay Money? No. <laughs> and, and then as soon as Jordan goes to go get like a scorecard or whatever, he goes off to the side, then everyone turns to Michael. 
Hey, Michael. How's it going, man? I'm Michael. Hey, man, I'm Michael. Hey, I'm Michael. And Michael shakes everyone's hand. Every, we're all just like, dude, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. All right. Now, on the number 10 tee box at the Charles Schwab Pro-Am from Dallas, Texas, Jordan Spieth. They say that? Oh, yeah. Oh. He goes up. He's got a three wood. Right before he hits, Bobby goes, hey, hey, Jordan, real quick, real quick. Like, what's up? You want to do a bet? So Bones is feeling good about this already. Bones is already feeling good that he won 50 bucks from Jimmy Walker. So Jordan's like, yeah, what do you want to do? Bobby goes, the whole nine. Every par I make, you pay me 100. Every birdie you make, I pay you 100. Jordan's like, are you sure? <laughs> Bones like, yep. Is he, Bones drunk? He's like, yep. All right. What is he doing? Let's go. <laughs> um, and then what club does Jordan have? So three the wood. sound effect correct. Number 10. And he's about at, to hit? At Colonial Country Club. He's got a three wood in his hand. And right down the middle. <laughs> I mean, the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. Just destroyed it. Right down the middle. Dude, it was just. In a three wood. A three wood. Is it not, a par four or par five? Par four. Probably hits it about 110 out. Actually, I think it was like 95 out. And I'll tell you why. We walk up. We go. Uh, everyone goes to their ball or whatever. And then. Um, oh, Abby. We, we, everyone goes to their ball or whatever. And our ball is kind of by Jordan's. You know, so so I can kind of hear what Michael's telling Jordan. And so Michael, who is like a math whiz. You see him carrying that little notepad, right? Yeah. So he's got the notepad. He walks up to the little sprinkler head. Write something down. Minus four plus 27 divided by four. All right, man, you're looking at, oh, you're looking at 108, a little bit of wind to the left, right, maybe 67, 42. I'd go 97 on this. Jordan goes 97? Yeah, about 97. Pulls club out. How's that wind moving, Michael? I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to do anything up there. All right, 97? Yeah, I feel comfortable with 97. He goes back, hits it. God, I can't tell a story, dude. Hey. <laughs> I mean, it's three feet away from the pin. <laughs> I mean, three feet this away from the pin. This one might sound better. This is uh, iron. He shot an iron on that one, right? Yeah, iron, iron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, it was the most beautiful thing to watch. Really? Probably about three feet away from the pin. Right there, Bones is like, oh, crap. Like he's not. I mean, there's a birdie, like for sure, three feet away. And sure enough, he goes. I mean, Jordan is having conversations with people. He's not even reading greens. He looks at it. He looks at his little book for maybe a second, kind of knows. He does not really uh, converse with Michael about greens, putts. Really? Not not a lot. Like Michael really doesn't even look at the green much. So he relied on Michael, though, for yardage yardage and wind. And wind and what's it going to do up there and do pressure. I found out, boys, and this is like later in the round when me and Michael start talking a little more. I found out that Michael is mostly there to read yardage, do some math equations on his shot, because Jordan can control within two yards of his swing. He knows how hard he needs to hit it with a two-yard variable. That's insane! So his job basically is to tell Jordan within two yards where that shot needs to land. Damn. Right? That is so cool. He said, other than that, I don't really have a good golf IQ. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. So so Jordan hired him for that specific thing. He's like, I'm here to, to, to give him confidence, 
to be his morale booster, to help him when he's down, to settle him when he's high, and give him yardage. So that is, is my- a unique skill set that is so small that he's able to deliver that to the most finest of numbers and calculations, and that is all he's there for. So he, Michael's not a golfer. Michael, he doesn't, he doesn't really play golf. He's like, he's like, I don't. Wait have, a second. So he really doesn't he, play golf. No, I said, dude, what do you do after this? He's like, I go to the couch, sit on the couch, man, chill. Because he says Jordan is such a grinder that we spend ten hours, eleven hours, sometimes twelve hours out here. That when I'm done, I don't want to do anything. I'm exhausted. Because he and he even said like, there are other golfers. They play for four hours and they're done. Their caddy has the rest of the night to just chill, like to do whatever. He's like, I don't, man. I work. I mean, Jordan has me out here all freaking day. I'm like, well, what do you do with like when he's practicing? He's like, nothing. I just kind of just, I mean, he has coaches. He has like two or three coaches that help him practice. He's like, I just chill and kind of just like, I'm just there for support. So he's really a, a life coach. Kind of. Yeah. That carries a bag. So, and so Jordan, is, like, Jordan is good enough at his, on his own right to read the green. Yes. Coach, he already said that. An example would be like no. this. Nice job, Jordan. That was a good shot. Yeah. yeah. So does Michael have a family? Michael has a wife and two kids. No, Coach. He came over in a basket. Uh, Bible I mean, times. dude, we're talking. Me and Michael. Me and Michael talked a lot. We talked about his kids. We talked about his wife. We talked about uh, my kids and my foster care journey. I and mean, he was fascinated with with my foster care I, journey. I love that, but you should trying to get more out of him. I don't like that he was trying. This is you only had three Coach, hours to hang with these people. For a second there, I start feeling like, hey man, we, we're here for each other. Wow, you know what I mean? You're the same person because you're both caddy. I'm a caddy. He's a caddy, you know. So so that's why I start saying, like, hey, we're here together. This is what we do, you know. We're caddies, man. That's what we do. We help our golfer win, and that's it. So same thing, like I was telling you guys with with the Jimmy Walker. These guys, they saw Jordan hit the first hole, and they're, like, amazed, right? Second hole, they're on the snack bar. What are you guys doing? The best in the world is standing right here about to tee off, and you guys are the snack bar. I'm standing right there next to Michael. Yep. Man, every shot. And so that was cool because that's when I got to talk to Jordan the most. Because we'd be waiting on the cr- on the group in front of us or whatever, and Jordan would be like, so what time you guys have to wake up in the morning, man? <laughs> like questions Stop. like that. He would ask you. Yeah. yeah. And then he'd be like, hey, you guys were like on Kiss in Austin, right? Yeah. It's like, that's How crazy. How did he know that? He's like, man, yeah. He's, I, I knew, oh, because he went to UT. I knew you guys from Austin. Yeah. He's like, so, so that's when I hit him with a Pitts question. I'm like, hey, were you in Nashville like a few weeks ago? He's like, oh, yeah, we went to a Preds game. Yeah, yeah, because my, I was like, because my buddy saw you guys there. He's like, oh, yeah, dude, me and the guys, we took our wives. And it's just kind of a weekend in Nashville kind of thing right after the Masters. And he goes, dude, Na- Matt, Nashville's cool, man. We went out afterwards. We went to, you know, Broadway. No, and we no went way. To- no way, because when Pitts was telling the story, I was like, no way they go to Broadway. He's like, we went to Broadway, went to a couple bars. There's a cool rooftop bar, man. You know, like it's called so-and-so. And I was like, I didn't know what he's talking about. What was it called? Uh, who knows? He's like. Downtown uh, Sporting Club? No, maybe a hotel or something. He said. Oh, Virgin. No. Oh, he, he's probably talking about uh, Graduate. That could be it. Yeah. That could be it. He said, I don't know. He's like, the lobby kind of, the downstairs kind of feels like where an Instagram model goes and takes her pics. But upstairs was awesome. He's like, it's a rooftop bar. And he's like, it's great. He's like, Justin bought a house at one of the golf courses there in Nashville. So we just Troubadour. Yeah. So we just, we just stayed there for the weekend, man. Nashville's great. I'm like, dude, I don't even know where you're talking about. He's like, what, you guys don't do anything? I'm like, I don't go anywhere. Like I, lit- I told him, like I literally go to work and I go home, work home. And he goes, dude, that's like me in Dallas. I know three restaurants in Dallas, 
It's like my house, those three restaurants. Other than that, I'm on the road. That's awesome. Yeah. Eddie, yeah. Eddie I am loving what you're delivering us right now. Because so did he those- remember Pitts? No. Oh, no, of course not. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, course those course. amateurs, they're not a- at all learning. Uh, they're not a sponge like you are. Coach. And they are all kicking themselves right now. Coach. And just so you know, this is our first time hearing it because Eddie kept trying to tell me, hey, let me t- tell me this one story. No. I said, Eddie, I don't want to hear any of it because I want to hear it raw. This is great. Let me Do hit it you. raw, let, dog. Let me, me hit Eddie. you with this one. So did he make the three-foot putt? Yeah, yeah. He birdied the first hole. Okay. Coach, you of were course. still holding on to that? I figured he assumed he made it. So then, so then Jordan, so then I see him right there, and I'm like, hey, Jordan, I was just talking to my to Bones about this. This whole like Bryson Brooks thing. Is it set up? He goes, Oh my God. Dude, he rolls his eyes like, oh my gosh. I'm like, here's a weird thing. He's like, how does that video get out? I asked him. He goes, dude, that's a good question. He's like, I, I feel like somebody's getting fired for that. No. See, because in the clip, Bright, uh, Brooks even said, I don't care if you put it out. Right. No, he didn't say, I don't care if you put it out. He said, basically, and that's what we were talking about. That's what that's what Jordan Jordan goes, I don't know, man. I feel like someone maybe is getting in trouble for that. But at the same time, he acted like he really didn't care. So who knows? They may have asked Brooks, hey, you mind if we put this right. out? He said, no, go for yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. But he said something interesting. He goes, which is weird, by the way. He goes, I don't know. Like you, He's like, us as players, we never have to do those interviews. Like, you would think that that's part of our contract and we have to do golf TV interviews. Like, we can say no as many times as we want to, to golf TV. Wow. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, because they always interview them after the round. After they, the and round. Everybody talks to them. So know that that's all voluntary. voluntary. That's cool. Yeah. Because that, cause NBA, you have to go to the press conference. Yeah. I'm NBA, just here so I don't get fined. Uh, NFL, you have to go to those press conferences after a game. You have to have media access. Golfers don't. He said we're not obligated to those. Cool. So so then he goes, Did you see the meme that came out where oh. it looks like uh where it looks like Bryson's kissing his neck? And I go, No, I haven't seen that. So Jordan pulls his cell phone out, pulls up the meme, he goes, check this out. <laughs> he shows me the freaking meme on his phone. On his phone. Oh! He was carrying the iPhone during the round. Oh yeah, and I asked him about that too. I'm like, Do you can you use your phone during the round? He's like, You can, but it's not like a you can't like you can't get caught doing that. Oh, you he's don't like, want to risk that. He's like, you could take it with you, but no one has their phone out ever. Wow. Isn't that funny? That's cool. Yeah. So did he have an opinion on the – did he say anything about Bryson? Yes. Like, Coach, yes. what was his home screen? You and, didn't then, say. and then he goes, and then he goes, I wouldn't doubt that in the next couple of tournaments they're going to pair them together. Absolutely. <laughs> if I'm the PGA Tour, they are together in he's something. Like, watch me. Watch. He's like, watch them. They're going to pair them together. I know these. They guys. have to. No, here's my question. So you were caddying, so you, it seems like you have all the liberty to have conversations. You're in everybody's back pocket. I love this. Was Bones talking to people, or was he kind of more focused on his game? Because really, he was there to play. Bones was talking. Okay. Yeah, we. we I mean, we, for the a lot of the times we were just walking together, all four of us: me, Bones, Jordan, Michael. Gotcha. Yeah. And did you see the update yesterday when it was announced that Brady and Mickelson are going to pl- you brought that up are going to play Bryson and Aaron Rodgers and Brooks Kepka tweeted, "Sorry, bro," and he tagged at Aaron Rodgers. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He brought he brought that up. I mean, I was kind of like on the other side of the course when he brought that up, but I heard him t- I heard him talking about it. I mean, they really hate each other. And then uh, uh, DeChambeau said, hey, man, I'm just living rent-free in your head. Like, I mean, this is great. They have to pair them together. Uh, Some small tournament, whatever crappy tournament that is not a major, I'm watching if they're paired together. Yeah. So where are we at money-wise with Jordan and Bones? $100. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to so go? You got any more stories? You want to go back the first two holes? He birdied the first two. Oh, so he so, was up two hundred so, on Bones. So Bones is down two hundred after the first two, and then somewhere in the middle, Bones got a par or whatever. So he was only down. I, but the the most Bones ever got was one par. One legit par. Yeah. Because because they were doing handicap pars, too, for the tournament, and oh. that was fine, but that didn't count for the bet. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think Bones ended up owing him 200 bucks. Not bad. I don't yeah. get how that math worked. Oh, Jordan, I guess, didn't get that many birdies. Well, he got probably he did, four but birdies, it, but and the, but the well, par would... takeaway one is three. I don't remember, Coach. I really wasn't I mean, keeping that's track not, of their, their, their bet. Yes, but go ahead. Tell us more. That's not the important part that they were playing for $100 a head. Well, I mean, that's fine, but that's not my story. I think the $200 is made up. No, I'm, I'm serious. Oh. Well, the math just wasn't working out there. Continue, coach, what, what am I? Caddy Michael, coach? I'm freaking <laughs> He's Eddie the Dumbo. I'm, I'm Eddie I mean, the Dumb Eddie Caddy. Eddie just coach. had to put down a three or four. He's like, hey, Michael, what are you doing over there? Michael's like, oh, the dew point, the wind, also the trajectory, all this stuff. Eddie, what are you doing? Oh, just either a three or a four. <laughs> hey, hey, Michael, what'd you write down there? Four? <laughs> okay, I'll write down a four, too. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was doing that. I would hear them say stuff, and I'd be like, yeah, how about a 47 on that one? <clears throat> Coach, I don't know what that means, but please tell me they thought you were funny, Coach. I was like, when am I going to drop the big ball for a little ball on Jordan? And yeah. I just, I never, I could never get there. Oh, you never got there. I could never get there, because Coach, he shot the ball. I mean, he shot so well. Like everything he hit was great. the The worst he hit was a driver. Oh, dude, this is the best. It was like a par four or something, maybe a par five. He's got the big dog out. He lets it rip, and it goes a little left. And he's like. Oh, come on, Jordan. And I'm like, what? This is crazy. He just said, come on, Jordan. Like in right person. in front of me. Come on, Jordan. Gosh, God, man. And it went a little left. And I'm like, all right, Bones, looks like we have an opening here. He's like, no, it's still good. He just went left. <laughs> <laughs> so so he was like, he was cool, like very cool, genuine, uh, cared about everything he was talking to you about. Anyone he was talking to, he was all in that conversation. Very polite. He was fixing ball marks for people. I got you. Don't worry about it. I got you. Fixing the ball mark on the green. Like, that's a skill as well. It is. I mean, doing it quickly. Oh, he would do it that's so fast. Yeah. And then if somebody else was putting, he's like, dude, watch it. It's going to go a little left, right? The, the the green knowledge he had of that course was unbelievable. Because it's like his home course. I guess. Fort Worth, Dallas, I guess. But, I mean, he knew every bump and curve of that one. He's like, watch this. He's like, hit that one all the way to the, on the right side and watch it come down. And people be like, on the right side. Just watch it. This isn't your your good shot, but watch this ball come down. So he would hit it and it come all the way down, down and land about a foot away from the hole. He's like, yeah, it's crazy, huh? So yeah. he's also out there showing how who's got the biggest, you know. So that's what I'm saying. He's very like nice, polite, genuine, but he's also very confident. When Bones wants, well, you to have to be. You have to be a little cocky, confident. He, I wouldn't say cocky. Because cocky's like not likable. Okay. DeChambeau's cocky. Yes. Got it. Brooks Kepka's cocky. I like Brooks Kepka though. Jordan is confident. Like he like he laughs like at cause because we're cause he did a shot and we'd be like, ooh, good shot, Jordan. And then and then we'd be like, do we have to tell you a good shot? Like, does it does it matter if we tell you a good shot? He's just like, I mean, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I asked him the same question. I'm like, dude, do you ever get nervous? Like, do you ever get nervous? He's like, oh yeah. He's like, I get nervous all the time. He's like, but I like that. He's like, imagine our freaking lives if we if we weren't ever nervous. Like, he's like, <laughs> did I, you did you say did, were you nervous when you kept chipping it in the water at the Masters? Did, did you ask I him? I asked him that. I'm like, what happened at the Masters? 
No, you idiot. I didn't freaking oh, ask him that. I was like, dang. Hey, can you, you imagine? Oh. I asked him, hey, man, when you chili dipped. Right. Were you thinking he really did? No, I knew he didn't. Coach, uh, come on. Okay, keep going. Keep Coach, going. Eddie was Mr. Question, Investigator, Asker, but he was also smart and didn't yeah, ask the idiot. wrong question. Freaking, I, don't, I didn't want the round to end right there, Coach. Hey, Jordan, uh, whatever happened? Eddie's voice. Hey, Jordan, you used to have less hair. Did you get hair transplants? Man, when, when you know they have those little snack bar things or whatever? Yeah. What would he eat? So there was one where he, him and Michael finally said, hey, let's get something to eat. So they go to this snack bar, and there's a bunch of, like, college girls working this thing. And, oh, my gosh, dude. They, like, so he goes up, asks for a sandwich, chips, water, and they get it. And then he walks off, and they all go, oh, my God, that was Jordan's feet. Dude, they all start freaking jumping up and down and everything. And I'm like, can I get a sandwich? <laughs> and they're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're, like, we're trying to get it all together right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy, that's crazy. Can't believe that was Jordan Speed. That's unbelievable. That's so crazy. It's cool that chicks know who he is. Yeah. He, I mean, he's getting up there. I and mean, he's not Tiger, but I mean, he's definitely climbing levels when it comes to golf famous. Oh, yeah. He's up there a lot. There were definitely people starting to follow. Follow the group as as he started, as he kept playing. But so what I was going to say, Coach, is, is that is that he was sharp. Like, his shooting was sharp, but he wasn't perfect. You know? So, like, he did have bad shots, but how he recovered from those bad shots was unbelievable. Like, like he'd have a bad, like a, a bad iron shot in a part three, and it would go, like, almost right in the fringe, right almost fall in the water. But he'd go up and chip it, and, and it would land within a foot from the hole. Unbelievable. So the first thing I did when I got back, was go to my betting website and bet on Jordan to win. And you bet on him what? And I also bet, because we played the 10th hole with him, mm-hmm. and so one of the bets was like 300 to, 300 to 1 or whatever, is like, or to win $3 for every dollar you bet, was if he bets a birdie on, on, on hole 10. And I'm like, dude, I saw it. I saw how easy hole 10 was to him. So I bet. I'm like, of course, he's going to get a birdie on number 10. Sure enough. Boom, birdie. On Friday morning, he got a freaking birdie. Dang. Dude, so, so if you want to bet, like, the guys that, I don't know, the people that volunteer the freaking practice rounds and the pro-ams they or whatever. They see everything. Just watch what they're doing. I'll tell you what's whole, like, the, one of the coolest ones is there's a part three. I think it's um 14, maybe. There's a part three, and that's the one where he was short, almost fell in the water on his tee shot. So then I saw on Friday, he was long. So you know he learned from the practice round that hey man, I'm, we're thinking a little, we're thinking it's gonna be a little shorter than it really is. So you saw him correct it by hitting it long. To me, that's amazing. Just so smart, so it's freaking so cool. genius. Hey, when you were standing next to him, him shooting, were you a little close? Were you too close, or do you think you were as the caddy of the other guy? Was it frowned upon how close you were getting? to I him? figure if I was near Michael, I wasn't too close. Okay. You know what I mean? Did, 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 you, did ev- you try to carry the bag like Michael? Did you look at I, Michael's stance? And I, I asked Michael if I can carry it, and I carried it. I, I, I mean, it's thirty pounds. Really? Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy because I asked him, like, dude, how? I mean, this thing's freaking heavy. He's like, yeah, you just don't. Whatever. After a while, whatever. You just do. It. He's like, he's like, this is light compared to the. I mean, the ones we have to have with rain gear in it. He's like, sometimes I gotta have rain gear. Gotta have all this extra stuff. He's like, this is light. Oh, man. So after the round, is that it? That's the end of it? Man, afterwards, it's like pictures galore. Like, you try to get everything you can. Like, oh, Jordan, can I, get a, can I get a picture? Did you get him to sign a flag? Like, nah. Like, so, so we had the, oh, I got to tell you about the bones thing. So so, so then in the back of my, my caddy bib, I had bones written on there. Oh. So Michael goes, dude, can I take a picture of your, uh, of your caddy thing? 
I'm like, I'm like my, my, my bib? Yeah. He's like, yeah, turn around. Let me take a picture. So Michael took a picture of me to send to Bones. He's like, ah! I, he's like I got to send that to my buddy Bones. I'm like, you mean, you mean Bones Bones? He's like, yeah, like Mickelson's Bones. I'm like, that's crazy, dude. You're going to send him a picture of me. <laughs> that's amazing. Did you get anything signed? No. Nah. I feel like the signing thing's too, too much. Like, to me, a picture's great. Like, I got to go home, show my kids, like, look who I hung out with today. Dude, my kids were freaking, like... Picture's dope, but when you get a man cave, if you had a little golf ball signed by Jordan... Oh, but the picture can go in the man cave. If you ever get a man Coach, cave... Coach, I got the picture of me and Jordan right there. And he, and he can put this podcast on repeat in the man cave and just hear story after story after story. Guys, I, so I asked Michael, like, Michael, don't go anywhere. I want to get a picture with you, too. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so then I get someone to get the camera or whatever, and I'm like, all right, Michael, let's take a picture. So me and Michael are taking a picture, and then Jordan jumps in. Jordan puts around, his arm around me, and he goes, oh, crap, you don't want me in this picture, do you? And I'm like, nah, not, not really. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, dude, I'm just kidding. Come back. He's like, all right. All right. So we all three took a picture. I'm like, dude, we were like buds. That was awesome, dude. We were like freaking buds. You guys exchanged cells? I sent you guys the picture, like, I'm telling you, 30 seconds after it was taken. Oh, it was incredible. Well, I mean, and, you knew you were getting a pick with him. Yeah, but, but Coach, you don't know when. I know. Like, during the round? Is it when we're waiting for, they're waiting to tee off so, and I mean, we got downtime? You, you were so stoked and so excited that a picture. Imagine the people that just randomly get a picture with these stars. Had no idea in this instant in life you get a picture with them. You were in a tournament where you're paired with them. You, you're knew, you knew the picture was coming. You're building up to that moment. Yeah. You're yeah. building up to the, hey, can I get a picture? Did you have to ask him, or was it just kind of known you'd take pictures? That's what I was going to say. No, you have to ask him. Okay. I mean, the, where I wouldn't ask was all the I, – I took videos of almost every shot. Genius. Like I like, love that you did that. Why not? Like, why not? Like, I'm standing right next to one of the world's greatest golfers. I'm going to take a video of Oh, this. that's so cool. Dude, those amateurs that you said they were at the snack bar smoking or whatever they were doing – It was crazy to me. They're the guys after a bachelor party that says, should have taken more pictures. And you're not that guy. Dude, you killed it with the cell phone. It was crazy to me that they weren't even watching him tee off. After like three shots, I'm like, what are you doing? I love it. Eddie goes, I'm not here to caddy for bones. I'm here to talk to Jordan and Michael. Hey, if he's <laughs> chip, if he was chipping onto the green, I would stand right behind his chip just to watch it. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. Look how close that led. And I, I thought it was cool that they wore shorts. I, I think they prefer shorts. Yeah, I understand that. I don't understand why on the PGA Tour you can't wear shorts. It's the dumbest rule. Yeah, I don't know. It makes no sense. Like, it's 100 degrees outside. Let's make our guys wear pants. Why? Put the shorts on the guys. You know who I saw that was taking lots of pictures with people, and I wouldn't I wouldn't think? Who? You won't even guess. Okay, then tell y him. You might, Ray. No, I doubt it. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. It's, give me an area of life. Uh, he's got more than one name. John Michael Montgomery? It's like that, but it's different. I don't know. From a different part of the, the world. Oh, Siwoo like Kim. Siwoo Kim. I mean, the dude was a freaking, like, rock star out there. Really? Yeah. Like, uh. I, even, like, volunteers were like, hey, man, can I take a picture with you? Like, crazy. And, I, I, I mean, I recognized him. It's, That's interesting that he was a rock star. And then and then there was, like, I think on 18th, we're getting ready to tee off or whatever. Jordan's waiting to tee off. And he, right before he hits, he looks over at another group that's, like, on a hole behind us. And he goes, ah, oh, look, is there Ortiz over there? He goes, he tells Michael that. And Michael's like, ah, oh, yeah, Ortiz, there he is, yeah. And I'm like, who's Ortiz? Carlos Ortiz. You know him? He's like a Mexican golfer. Well, I understand that. But so, I, I mean, so, I that, that. Hey, so then Jordan hits his drive, and Carlos comes up, and Jordan goes, what's up, Carlos? And he's like, oh, hey, Jordan. <laughs> he's got like a little Mex <laughs> Mexican accent. He's like, hey, Jordan. He's like, he's like, what, what's with the mustache you got going? He's like, oh, you like the mustache? And Jordan's like, no. 
Bugly. <laughs> <laughs> so they're your boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're your boys or whatever, and they start just catching up. And then you give him time. You're like, he's chilling with his boys. Like, you give him time or whatever. And then you say, what up, Carlos? I'm hey, Eddie. Carlos, I'm Eddie. No, I just kept walking. So how long did it last? Yes. You, how long were you with Jordan total hours, do you think? Probably about two hours, two, wow. and a half, two and a half hours. That's quality. It goes quick because if you can only get par and they just pick up your ball, yeah. then it goes quick because they're getting par and birdie every hole. But, like, there were there were people, like officials, you know, people that you can tell were part of Colonial Country Club or PGA people, suit people. Get that plug in, Coach. Hey, no, no, no. And, and they're, they're in these, like, fancy carts and they pull up and Jordan sees one of them. He's like, oh, there's so-and-so. And you can tell he's, like, a big dog. In whatever. So Jordan goes and hangs out with him for like 10 minutes. We keep going. And Michael keeps going with us. And I'm like, where's like Jordan not going to play anymore? But I figure Michael's with us. I guess he's coming back. Michael kind of just pulls the club that he needs out. He, Michael, I just He kind of like just squats down and chills. Does Michael, did he, I don't know if you asked him this or you could tell, does he get a lot of people coming up to him because he's Michael? Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, we... Did you let him know he's one of the fa- more famous caddies? Right. Like, I kept telling him, like... You needed to convey that to him. That's I, what I was wondering. I kept telling him, like, dude, you're freaking Michael. Like, you're Michael. And and he, he, he would laugh or whatever. be like... But but the, I told him, the only reason I know your name is because Jordan always says, damn it, Michael, or, like... <laughs> you told him that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Jordan, he's like, I know, dude. He's like, Jordan's so vocal. Like, Jordan's one of the most vocal people on the tour. Okay, now, how did they get together? Did you know? Did you ask him that? Yes. So he said that uh, he was Justin Thomas's buddy. So he knew Justin Thomas before Jordan, and Jordan was coming on to the tour, and Justin said, hey, you should get together with my buddy Jordan and be his caddy because you're, like, super smart. And so try it out, see how it works. And they just hit it off. That's great. And this was at the beginning of Jordan's career. So he's rich. I would say Michael's rich. Yeah, He has to be. Yeah. Where does Michael live? Seattle. Coach, I can, can you believe I know all this crap? Dang, Michael, that's a far way to try. I mean, so he's never sees his family. He, he, I, I was like, why do you live in Seattle? He's like, I love the outdoors. He's like, it's just so much to do. He's like, I'm an outdoors dude. Did you ask him time off? Because they have about a month or two off, don't they? He's... I didn't ask him about time off. What I asked him about was, like, you know, does this get old? And he said, yes. Like, the traveling gets old. Oh, my gosh, I bet. I mean, oh, it's every God. week. I mean, because they were just where the hell ever they were, and then two days later yeah, they're South in Carolina Dallas. or whatever. Oh. He's like, that, that gets old. He's like, you're different town every week, and you don't see your family for a long time. Like, that gets old. Yeah. Dude, you got but so dude, much out of But, him. dude, Michael was one of the coolest dudes ever. Like, to, you, you see him on TV and he's very serious, right? Well, like, yeah, because he has to be dialed in. He's just serious. He doesn't like make facial expressions. He looks like a robot, dude. He's got such a good personality, like a great, great dude. Uh, yeah, he, I wouldn't say, oh, I bet he doesn't have a good personality. You just know his position in life is to give numbers, so he's not going to on the course or the hot mics we hear. There's never going to be any personality. He's not going to be doing cartwheels or anything. I, I would mean, imagine that he probably has a pretty good at personality. Honestly, Coach, you watch him on TV, and he kind of looks like a dick. Eh, no. I, I could have told you before. Damn it, I should have done it. I, before you even met him, I would have told you. I bet Michael's cool as hell. Wow, you should have told me that because I was shocked. I was shocked at how cool he was because when he showed up, he's got his sunglasses on. And <laughs> so, so, wait, wait. He looks like Robocop. When, when you tell him that? No. Oh, what, what do you got there, Gunner? Uh, hey, Robocop? Hey. <laughs> Coach, you guys are making fun of him. <laughs> when Jordan Spieth shows you the meme on his yeah, phone, do you yeah. pull out your phone and show him the pits, pic, picture? No. I wouldn't oh. waste the time with that. You only got two and a half hours. Can you imagine if I would have done that? He would have been like, what the Coach, stalker picture is that? Your streak red would have went down. 
Did you meet anybody else? Uh, like in the clubhouse? Like after it's done, what happens? They, you just go your separate ways, or do you walk into the same clubhouse? We went straight to the airport. Oh. We left. Oh, back to Southwest, yep. I mean, it was, I mean, it was, all right, see you, Jordan. All right, where's the car? Right there. See you. Gone. Was Jordan the same, or they seem, seem like they're there to hang for a little bit? Because, I mean, they're there all weekend. Yeah, he's probably going to the driving range. I mean, Jordan seemed like he wanted to get out pretty quick. Did their day just start when they met up with you guys, or they had, they had already done some stuff? Michael said he had been there since 6 in the morning. Jeez. He said, oh Michael walked the course at 6 in the morning, he said. Took his notes and everything, and then I think Jordan got there a little bit after that, and they, they, they warmed up. So, oh, oh, here's the thing, boys, I didn't tell you. So they were like, yeah, and then so then I walked the course, and then Jordan, wo- wo- uh, he warmed up at the driving range. I go, what? Yeah, yeah, Jordan warmed up at the driving range. Say that again? Yeah, Jordan, they warmed up to the driving range. Wait a minute. If I go back to your story, I thought the driving range was, range was closed. Exactly. They lied to you? It was closed to us. Gotcha. Again, they closed it to us. And then, and then I think jo- either Jordan or Michael goes, yeah, they, have, they, haven't, they, haven't, they don't really let amateurs use the driving range here. Never have. Of course, really. they don't want anybody out there chili dipping. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. The so, bucket yeah. of balls, man. That was such a hilarious. Dick it was, I mean, that coach, a, that that kind of rubbed me the dickish way. That, I that, saw that, Streelman. Streelman yeah. was out there putting. Uh, Gin is Gil, is Streelman real tiny in person? Little, little he dude. Looks like a little dude. He's a little dude. Uh, Gin, G H I N, I think. Maybe he, he was one of the dudes that was using the the chipping green. Okay. Now my main question: Did you get to keep the bib? No. Oh, you have to give it back as yeah, soon as it's over. I mean, it doesn't have his. I get it has bones. In they the name they, on they it. took the bones part off because it's velcroed on. Oh well, then I would want you to keep. The and, and we kept that. Okay. Ah, uh, you don't want it. And to everyone say- kept telling me to like, hey, have Jordan autograph it. I'm like, no. Yeah, that would have been the move. I don't really no, want. Yeah, bones autograph because he's the golfer. I didn't see bones. No. Oh, oh, Bobby. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like the the cat. The cat. That is so good. Did uh, Michael take any shots? Just jacking around, like, hey, caddy shot. Coach, he does. Dude, he is so good. Cause, like, honestly, I don't know how to caddy. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Coach, no. Coach, Michael. Like, there was one hole where, like, we tee off, and Michael leaves the bag on the. The, the tea box and I'm like what what's he doing I'm like why why would he leave and I and we're all carrying our bags to the green you know and I'm like why is he leaving the bag on the tea because the next tea was right there by the tea box so it's like he dude these guys know the course left and right they're just like why am I gonna carry the bag all the way to the green and just well, leave and it right he walked here. it he put notes down yeah exactly so it's just like so things- on Sunday will he carry he has to carry the bag then because you can't leave it there for the no, next No, they golfers. will all leave it there. They will? Yeah. Okay. He just walks to the green with a putter and a towel. That's it. Gotcha. Putter and a towel. Towel around his shoulder and a putter in his hand. Walks down to the green, gives uh, Jordan the putter, and that's it. Was uh, And then gets the hell out of the way. And he's got a lot of balls in his um, in his pocket. So so after they were done with, I mean, I'm talking every green, Jordan would, um, Michael would throw about four, ba- four balls in the sand trap. He would just, like, throw them in the sand trap, and then Jordan would, practice four balls and wherever they were laying he would putt hey i love that they were multiplying reps you guys are just trying to stay alive <laughs> i mean jordan's hitting out of the sand four extra balls oh, but, but i was i was gonna say though about the meeting with the, the big wig or whatever he was gone with the, with the big wig for about 10 minutes or whatever and then he comes back literally runs up back up to us sorry guys sorry and then he gets it and then michael's already got his club and he's like what'd you get on this he's like oh 142 
poof, hits it. Doesn't even think twice. Boom, like three feet from the pin. Like, it's just that kind of thing. Like, that, when you see that, you're like, how is he not going to win this? Like, he knows this course. Unless he's got the yips, he's going to win this tournament. Um, the question I was going to ask, uh, Michael, oh, was Michael wearing a bib? Yeah. You both were? Yeah. Okay. Were you guys sweating your asses off? Coach. How tired were you? It was so freaking hot. That's what I thought. I mean, I was, coach, my feet hurt so bad when we were on our way home. Like I, I, I slept on the plane. I was so tired. Like it's hard, hard, hard work. Like caddying is no joke. No joke. Like, and you can tell like he, he's fit. Like Michael's a big dude. Like, just a big body dude. I got a picture. He was towering over you. Yeah, he's a big dude, and you can. He's got. He's kind of. He's not like, like, like jacked, but you can tell he's he's, he's tough. Country strong. You, you can tell he's tough. Hey, Jordan, give you any gloves or balls or anything? No, Shoes? man. I did get a lot of uh, ball markers from Colonial. That's cool. And tees. Man, I was I was that dude. I was that dude because they have these like you know like buckets oh, of yeah. teas and stuff, and like I just took everything I could. If uh, if lunch would have been there with you, would you have been? Would you have asked for more? Would you have asked Jordan for a glove or something? Oh uh, yeah, I would have. No, but like Eddie, would you? I mean, I, I feel like if all us three are there together, then we're kind of jabbing each other to go bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes. Coach, even though it's awkward as hell, you got to ask him for something out of his bag. Yeah, can I have one of the balls you played with? I mean, how <laughs> awesome would that be to have this ball that? He'd probably be like, "What? Really? You want? Okay, you want?" <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. I like you got the picture though. Did Did you get either of their numbers? No. Like, did you get to that level? No. No. No, no, I wouldn't. No, nah, nah, when we left, Michael was like, "Hey, dude, good luck with the foster kids, man. I hope you guys adopt them." And I'm like, "Thanks, dude. Good, good luck with your kids too, man. That dad life, you know." He's like, "How old are his kids?" Uh, I don't remember. They're younger. I mean, like newborn and three or something like that. They're, they're young. Does Michael have a Twitter? I don't know. A little send him a DM. Oh my God! Yeah. I mean, dude, I feel like Michael. Like, if I DM'd him right now, he'd be like, "What up, dude? Yeah, like, see if we'll come on the pod." You guys want him on the pod? Yeah. Oh, hell yes. All right. Because uh, I'm seeing somebody creeping towards the leaderboard. Uh, coach. I mean, creeping. that is such an incredible, <laughs> incredible story. Yeah, he's probably a little bit busy this weekend, but he might free up on Monday, Coach. Like, you did such a <laughs> – hey, can I just say, I was worried that it was going to be very, like, uptight. No one talks no. to each other. No, Coach. It's no, unbelievable. it's literally the day before any of it all starts. I mean – you know the one they do in California. The, the celebs play with the players while the players are playing the tournament. No, no, I understand, the Pro-Am. Ray, but, Ray, you're acting like you know. You don't know because some of these guys could be asses. Nope, I did research. I knew it was going to be a jack around fest. I knew there weren't going to be fans. I did not know you could take a straight-up booed light onto the green with you. Funny story about Jimmy Walker. He goes, he goes you guys, you guys uh, ever have George Strait on the show? I'm like, yeah, like we've had him a, you know, a couple times or whatever. He's like, yeah, he's a buddy of mine. Like, why, George? Yeah, dude, but George, we, we live in the same neighborhood. We play golf all the time. He's like, one time, he's like, we went to Ireland together. And he's like, I was playing a tournament, and George came with me or whatever. And he's like, we went to this Irish club, this Irish bar. Irish bar, and there's a there's a guy playing country music with a guitar there. And, and, and Jimmy goes, I tell George, I'm like, dude, go ask him during his break if you can play a couple songs. And George is like, all right, I'll go. <laughs> So so he goes up to the guy and George goes, Hey man, you mind during your break if I play a couple songs? I'm like, oh, no problem. No problem. I'm done in like five minutes. So then he finishes and then George goes up there and he's like, Have at it, my friend. Like he goes up and George starts singing a couple of George Strait songs. <laughs> and then afterwards, the guy goes, Oh man, you you from Texas? I, I love country music. 
He's like, oh yeah, you do. You love country music. Do you, do you know all the country stars? He's like, I know all the country stars. <laughs> you ever heard of George Strait? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be one of the biggest uh, ones. No. <laughs> you had no idea who George Strait was. Hilarious. That, all right, boys. That might be your best story yet. I know. I figured I'd end on that one. Yeah, put that a, is so hey, great. Put a bow on it. All right. Oh my gosh. I mean, the story I want to tell about us, I, I, I we'll just save it. I want. I kind of want to know though. I, I know, but Ray, how long has it been? One ten, and I think we got some peeps we got to talk to. Okay, okay. okay but, but, but oh man, I, I got. I'll, I'll just save our our another golf story for Monday. But yeah, oh my god, you, you drinking right now? Yeah, I got a Jack Daniels right there. <laughs> you all right, coach? I, I mean, <laughs> your story just makes me want to sit on the porch and be like, oh, and listen man. to this pod and oh, be like, man. incredible story after incredible story. Man, I'm telling you, I came home and I told my kids everything, and they're just like. So, like, you're friends with them now? And I'm like, no, not really. They're like, oh, oh, okay. It's like they weren't impressed with any of it. Like, after the fact, they're like, I guess that's kind of cool. Gosh. Hey, bravo. Hey, you brought it. Dude, hey. dude it was job, Eddie. It was the most amazing experience of my life. Like, you know how much I love golf. Yeah. And and to be able to just be right that close to Jordan Spieth is pretty freaking I mean, amazing. you talking about Jordan Spieth is how I felt like when I was playing with Greg, Jacob, and Garrett this past week. I mean, it was just like, it was amazing. <laughs> I was watching every single one of their swings going, how do they do that? Uh-huh. And they don't do it near Especially Garrett. Ah, Greg's better. <laughs> no, Greg I, I, is I, no, the I, best. I, I mean, yeah. Greg is amazing. He's actually really good. Really good. Like, whoa, he's real good. Yeah. And Who's I, the other guy? Jacob's another buddy. Oh, okay. Never uh, met, I've never met him. No, I don't think you've ever met Jacob. He was living in Colorado for a couple years, oh, okay. and uh, but yeah, but their swings are nothing like Jordan Spieth and Jimmy Walker, and uh, that's just. Hey boys, Jordan did say he comes over to the Troub a lot. Stop it. Yeah. So was that an invitation for us to join him at the Troub? I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think it just meant like you know. Hey, we may see him out there. We got an invite to go play the Troubadour. Well, then let's pick the right date. Yeah, well, we got to find a date when well, Jordan's let's, off. Let's get Michael on the pod and see. And see, hey, when, yeah. check your calendar. Yeah. When is yeah. Jordan? Now, does he go play practice rounds with him? Like, if he's going to the Troubadour, does Michael have to go, or is he off? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I'll let you ask him that. Uh, all right. All right, boys. Right. I mean, I know that you're exhausted. Awesome. No, but- I, I think some people want to meet us, like I said, okay. five minutes ago. So I'm going to go ahead and do this. Well, right. well you understand that he's, we're doing a pod. He's, Coach, he's it's a minute. Mad fi- not mad. It's a minute 15 in. You need some Jack. Come on in. But no, uh, Steve, executive producer Steve just said, hey, rap, people want to meet you guys, and you guys keep talking here, for 10 minutes. Here, come on. Come on in. Here, come I'm on in. stopping it. I'm literally stopping it. Are you going to buzz it? Oh, yeah. Bu- oh, my voice. That's here, you buzz Stop it. it. No, buzz it. Ah. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 